Hey everybody, it's Will, and I am very excited today to have Tom Siciliano on the phone. Um, he is actually one of ScheduleFly's oldest customers. Uh, we were just talking, He's he's been using ScheduleFly for uh, just a couple weeks short of 10 years now. And uh, But more importantly, Tom, uh, right out of high school, uh, had the idea of starting a, a pizzeria uh, in his town of Ravenna, Ohio, and started in 1983. So here we are 35 years later, uh, and Tom is still running a successful business there. So, Tom, uh, thank you very, very much, first of all, for taking the time to talk today. Thank you. I appreciate appreciate the opportunity. Thank you very much. Okay, man. So let's get into that because I, I am curious. I mean, I, you know, I've been to your website. I've read, read some stuff about you. So you, you had this idea uh, – and not long after high school. So tell me, tell me that sto- story. What gave you the idea to start a pizzeria? And then at that young age, how did you pull off getting one started? Well, I, I was working at different jobs, but I worked for a while with my dad in, in a machine shop. And I had two older brothers that worked there. And, of course, me being the younger brother, I was a dumb one that never knew what was going on. And that's kind of my joke, but there's probably some truth to that. But I wanted to do something I could say would be my own. I want to be, you know, my business. I want something that I can run that. That I, of course, I, I call it, I use my last name, and it's something that, I, that I'm very proud of, and I've tried to make sure this is something that I was able to do. And, it, and my feeling was back then I was single, still living at home with mom and dad. I thought, you know, if I don't make it, worst case scenario, you know, I'm still living at home. So it's not like I had to make a lot of money to, to pay the bills in the beginning. So it's very important to me that I was able to do a, a good job with it, but it, in the same, same token, it was, I was 23, I was, I was young. If I didn't make it, you know, it's well. Worse things could happen, to be honest. And actually, yeah, absolutely. Six or eight months to kind of experiment to to learn how I wanted to make my pizzas. And the funny thing, many funny things along the way. But the one thing, the, the first pizza we made, we, we were experimenting making dough and doing things. And I finally, I finally bought a mixer. And I think I spent three hundred dollars for my first mixer, which back in '83 to me was a lot of money. So I didn't have a lot of money. And I remember the first time we we made enough dough with a mixer that we actually had to make more than just you know a, a small pizza. I didn't know how many pieces to cut it in. So it was really, really, when I say I was a rookie, I was a really a rookie. The first, we, we, we had three different sized pizzas, and all we sold in the beginning was, was pizza and pop. That was it. That was all we had on the, on the entire menu. But I was very fortunate that, that, that you know, as we, as we progressed, you know, we, you know, I had, had to figure it out. I rented a building, and, and the funny thing is, in the, the back of this building, I rented this building right on Main Street, but it was like a two-unit building. The, the front of the building, they actually did sold tombstones. In the back of the building, uh, I ran out and said, I'm going to sell pizzas, I guess. And I used to tell people when they'd come in, you know, if, if the pizza kills you, we give you a deal on a tombstone next door. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Well, how, I mean, so when you say, you know, you were, you know, playing around and, and experiment with ingredients and figuring out how to make the dough and all that, I mean, were you, were you doing this at home? Were you there before you, or did you? No, it was mostly at home. It was actually, like I said, I lived at home with mom and dad and, you know, I still worked for my dad in the machine shop some, but I was thinking that, you know, I want to do something that I could say was, was actually my business. You know, I, not yeah. that I didn't want to work for my dad because, you know, that was fine, but I really wanted something that, you know, was different than anyone else did. And at that point, Ravenna only had one other family-run pizza shop. And there was Actually, it was even before Pizza Hut or Papa John's or any of those places, but there was only one, one shop. So I thought, I'm going to try it, and, you know, if it, if it goes okay, if it doesn't, then, you know, I've, I've lost some money, but I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be okay. Are you still in the same spot where you started? 
Actually, no, there was a building across the street. Oh, I'll finish my story about the tombstone shop. We were there about six months in the back of the building, and then we we, it, we progressed pretty well. Where, again, part of the reason we, we progressed well was I had I had no debt. I mean, I had enough money saved. I My first mixer was $300. I bought a little prep table to make pizzas. You know, a refrigerated table was $425. It only fit two people to make it, but it worked. You know, I bought an oven for $800, which is a deck oven. So, I mean, most of the things I bought were things that I – had money, so I had no debt other than I think my rent was I think it was let me think to make sure I don't lie I think I paid 150 dollars a month for rent, but it was just a little tiny building. It wasn't very big, and like I said, the tombstone shop was in the front. But about six months after 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 we opened up, I was running out of room, and he decided to close up. So I took over the whole building. And I remember at the time this was June of '83 when I started. I remember six months later, it was like you know I'm going to go from 150 dollars a month. It's going my rent's going to go to 400 dollars a month. Can I afford that? Well, I, had, I didn't have a choice. I, knew, I was growing, and I was very fortunate that I was able to, to – I bought a, a bigger mixer. I bought a bigger prep table. I was up to two ovens, and, and things were going pretty well. You know, I mean, I was still renting the building. And I was there. This was – must have been uh, June. had to be close to Christmas time. You know, we moved over to uh, – the, the, took over the whole building and doubled our size, which was kind of nice. Maybe that was in 83. Um Another year or so went by, and there's a building across the street where I where I am currently it used to be a bank, and it was it was closed up, and it was closed for a year, just a little small little building, but it was it was brick, and it's, if you go to the website, you'll see the picture of it. It looks like a bank because because it, it was, and I built onto that and and moved over there. We moved over here in May of '85, and I've been here ever since. I've I built onto the place um, like three times since then. So you can't see from the picture, but I built onto the back of it just for kitchen. But we're still just a carry out. You know, we're still selling pizzas. We, we now our menu is much much more extensive now than it used to be because we have pizza, we do chicken, we do strombolis, we do some catering. And, you know, we do a lot more. We do salads. We a lot more than we did in the beginning. But it's going well. It's I work every day and I, I still kind of like it. Well, gosh, man. I mean, I, well, you can tell that you do, and I can hear the the passion and the enthusiasm in your voice. And I mean, I, I just you know, look, man. I I, I tip my hat. I mean, that's you know, you've been through lots of different economic cycles and you've been through, um, you know, these these big um, delivery organizations like Papa John's and Domino's and so forth, and, and here you are 35 years later and still doing really well. So. well the, the funny thing you talk about Papa John's is there wasn't even a Papa John's when I started back in 83. They started, I think, in 84, 85. And, and, and now, of course, there's one of those in our town. There's also a Domino's. There's a Little Caesars. There's even a Pizza Hut now. But the funny thing is, and I'm not sure it's funny, but the ironic thing is, when I started out, I didn't deliver. And back in back in those days, that wasn't a big deal until Domino's started being, you know, the player when it comes to delivery. To this day, we still don't deliver. It, it is strictly a 100% carry out where people come in and pick it up and and they take it home and they eat it. It's not even we don't have a sit down. It's just a, it's just a carry out. Well, so let me ask you this, then. I mean, I know that. I guess I want to get into two things. What what hasn't changed and what has changed over those 35 years? So what, what's been consistent about your business that has enabled you to um, continue to operate and be successful for three and a half decades? What have you done consistently well, you know, without um, without changing? Well, a couple of things I think, and this sounds really dumb, and I, and I was either – I think I was really, really, really lucky when I started because I started at the right time. But I also made sure that that I I still to this day I still like to. 
go up and greet my customers. I know when my customers come mm-hmm. in, I know who they are. I know their name. I almost can tell you what they're going to get on their pizza. The sad part is, I've been doing it so many years now, is you've got second-generation people that are coming in, or even some third-generation, but I still remember what they get on their pizzas. And, and it's not because I'm smart. I just have a really good memory. So I remember people really well. And I make sure that you always... You, you, even you guys, I noticed on, I was reading your website a little bit today before I got on here, where you guys are still small, and and I mentioned to you earlier that you guys, you, you answer the phone. I, I do that here. I answer the phone. I take the trash out. I wait on customers. I I make the pizzas. You know, I still think that's really important that when they come in, they're going to see, well, now it's, things are different now because now I have gray hair, which I didn't used to. I used to have black hair. And now I have kids, and, and, and my one son works here, and he you're going to see him or I. But the, the important thing is when you come in my store, you're going to see someone you know. It's going to be someone that, that that's, that's here. It's not just someone running the counter. I have It's a small little counter. One person at a time gets waited on. But everyone gets greeted, you know, and that's one of the rules we have here is that, you know, when the customer comes in the door, you need to find out, you know, first of all, you need to say hi to them, see who it is, and take care of them. Because you've got to, especially in this day and age, they have to want to come back. Because there's too many choices. You can easily, easily go anywhere and, and, and eat. But, but I want them to come back here. I want, first of all, it has to be good food, but it also has to be the customer service has to be even, even better th- more than the good food. You have to take care of your customers. You have to really, truly appreciate because if they don't come in, you know, it's, it's, it's a dumb saying. I always tell the kids here, I have lots of dumb sayings. One of them is you can't make the phone ring, you can't make it stop, okay? But if you don't, if you don't take care of those customers, it's kind of like a test. It's not like you can't just get a passing. You, you got to every every one is a test. You got to make sure every pizza that goes out here, it has to be good. They they can't be. It's okay. It's got to be good every time. I also, when the customer comes in, I open the box up, and I look at the pizza first to make sure that first two reasons. I want to make sure it's the right pizza. I want to make sure it looks good like it's supposed to. If it if it comes out and maybe and now we have. When we started, we had deck ovens where you had to really watch the ovens. Now we have conveyors that that comes through on a conveyor, so it's a little more consistent. But if that pizza is, you know, maybe they don't want it too done, or they want it more done, or if it's not exactly what they want, you either got to, you have two choices. Either you just, you either tell them, I'm either going to make it over for you, or I'm going to cut your price back, whatever, whatever is going to make you happy. And that's really important to me. Mm, mm. Well, here's here's the here's the million dollar question I always find with this kind of stuff, Tom. Is your Love for what you do, your passion, the way you look at it, like you just explained, makes a ton of sense to me from the sense of you you started this business, you've run it for 35 years, it is a huge part of your life, it is your, you know, it, it's something you've, um, you know, it's your baby. So uh, that makes sense, your son's there, I'm sure it makes sense with him too. How do you find people to work for you that are just employees that will take that same kind of approach to caring about the experience that your customers have well, it's funny you said that because i was looking today before i talked to you um, and, and i wanted to know how long we've actually been using schedule fly and i looked at the schedule from from um april 13th was the first week of 08 when we first did i started looking at those names on that schedule okay and there was 21 names on that schedule and, and the ironic part is of course my son and my daughter are on there and she she moved away. She's not here more. One son is still here. The other son works here sometimes, not always. My wife's still here, and my mother-in-law. But the the ironic part is there's a couple, three or four of those names on there that are still working here. And the, the funniest one up towards the top, one of the girls now her daughter works here. So I mean, the biggest thing I do when I hire hire employees, I always not 100%, but 99% of the time, I either know of the person 
know their mom, know their dad, an aunt, uncle. I don't just hire someone that comes in. I don't take applications. I always think of it's not like they work for me. We work together, and, and we have to work mm-hmm. together, and they have to have the same ideas I do, or it just doesn't work. I mean, they have to have – you said passion. I guess that's a good word, but it's, it's like I said about it being a test. You can't just kind of half – the pizza has to be right every time. It has to be exactly not exactly the same because it's, there's some human error. But you have to make sure that what you're doing is the right thing. So as far as hiring people and, and getting the right people working here, you have to know people. You have to really, and as you can tell, I talk a lot, and I didn't used to, but you have to talk to people and know what they're about and make sure their passion is, is the same as, as mine. It has to be. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know, you, you clearly know what you're looking for, and you've done a good job of finding those folks and keeping those folks there. Um, let me ask you this. Um, so there's things that haven't changed, uh, and, you know, consistent principles that you kind of founded the business upon and you, you still instill those principles in your team today. What, what has changed? Have have the customer needs changed? Have the, um, uh, has has there other things about running a restaurant that have just changed significantly since you started? Um, a couple of things that, that jump out at me. One thing is is, is the changes because I've done so many years now. You know, the second, third generation people. We have we have customers. I, there's different people that come in over the years that they'll come in on a Friday night at a certain time, get the same pizza every week. Well, uh, unfortunately, some of those people are actually are passing away, and that's mm-hmm. that's really sad. That that and, and that's inevitable. I understand that. But the other problem, the biggest problem I have now running my business is the is is the the, the employees. It's harder now to get employees that actually, and you probably hear this anywhere you talk to in America, that actually not just the passion, but the we have an issue now with with kids selling time. You know, you, mm. I mean, you or I growing up, I don't know how old you are, but but me, I am now 58 years old. You, know, you can tell time. You know, you can tell it's you know 20 minutes from you know 4:20. All of a sudden, now it's, you're talking 4:40 or 25 minutes is 4:45. We know that kids now. I have, I have a couple of the kids now. They actually use. Uh, it, it drives me nuts. We use a calculator to tell time. They can't add in their head anymore. Do those things that that we really is older. Yeah. Uh, so you're like I am. I was like one of the girls said, "Let me show you how to use a calculator to tell time." I said, "I think I'd lose brain cells for you to try to show me that. I don't think I can do that." You, but but those things that the kids don't know now because because things are different now than they were. You you have to know you know things that we we took take for granted. You know, 15 minutes you know, or whatever, 25 minutes or half hour. The kids these days don't know that. So getting help that knows what they're doing. And the other problem, I'm sorry, I talk fast, I talk a lot, is, is the social media part of, of kids on their phones. I've actually had to ban cell phones from the shop. There's a, a cabinet in the hallway, and their phones go on the cabinet because all they want to do is, is text their friends and take pictures and giggle. And, and, and I get that. I like to fool around, too. I'll, I giggle sometimes. But I, but I, you know, when there's work to be done, I have a customer. That's the most important thing in the world to me is taking care of the customers. Yeah, so things yeah. have changed as far as the help. But again, going back to the schedule fly thing, though, the, the, what's made my life easier is it used to be after you know people would call in for their schedules. Now the way kids are with their schedules, it gets texted to them. That's the greatest thing for me ever because you can just push some buttons on my computer. They get their schedule and they don't want to come to work. So that thing well, yeah, cool. it's like the you know it's funny. I'm actually the same way. I mean, we have a, a business that, that, you know, that is a software and it uses technology and, and it, it benefits us that, that everybody has these phones that you know, have all the information at their fingertips now. Um, having said that, uh, I, uh, I can't stand when I go in a restaurant and the, um, 
the, pe- the people that work there are on their phones. <laughs> you know, well, my wife and I, we, we go out <laughs> and I always like to, if we go someplace, a steakhouse or something, I always like to see interaction with the waiters, waitresses, and the people that work there. And it's amazing that they all, you, you watch them walk away, and one of them has a, has a phone in their pocket. Mm-hmm. And, and I did have an issue with that here at the shop maybe three or four years ago where, where kids would, they'd actually would be working in the store, and it would, before I banned the cell phones, they would actually text each other instead of working. It's like, this is crazy. And I, don't get me wrong, I, I, use, I use that too because I like to be able to text someone if I need to. But when I'm working, you know, it's, it's crazy. I, I have people that will, that will actually text me while I'm at work. Well, my cell phone right now, like always, is sitting on my desk because I'm on my, on my work phone. And, and kind of funny, when you asked me how to contact me, I said, call me here. Because in all honesty, when I'm at work, I don't, I don't live on my cell phone like a lot of people do, and it's okay. But I have a, a phone that's got a cord on it that, you, like yeah. old people do, you talk on the phone, and that's what I do mostly. But the, this technology is really good and really bad. It depends how you look at it. Well, it definitely has its pros and cons, that's for sure. That is, that is absolutely I don't think we can true. do without it. I don't think – I'm going to start to jump back in there. I, I think you have to go for it. But in some ways, you know, as far as kids selling time or not to be able to use their phones for everything, that's not a good thing either. No, it's not. It's not. I mean, it's good that they have access to this this stuff. But you're right. I mean, when you're, when they're there, you you need them. And I can tell you that I talk to a lot of restaurant owners, and that's a big. I mean, that's just an issue. Everywhere. There's so many people that are putting in policies now about, like you said, like it's got to go in a drawer, or it's got to be put, you know, it's got to be put away. Or it, it is it is a a very big dilemma for so many folks now trying to, you know find that right balance for, for their staff and, and these it, kids. And are, I mean, look, I've got three young kids. They are growing up on this stuff, and it is a, you know, I didn't grow up on it. I mean, I, I said, you asked, you know, I said, I'm 43, so um, I'm a little bit younger than you, but, um, you know, I, I certainly didn't grow up on on this kind of thing. So they are. My kids are, you know, it's it's a part of their life. So it, it's uh, interesting to see how, you know, so much time and energy revolves around you know, whether, hey, can I use my device now, my iPad or my phone or whatever, or can I not? And uh, it's, you know, it's good. That, you know, I love being able to, my daughter's a teenager. I love being able to, to reach her. I love her being able to reach me if she needs to. I think that's fantastic. So there's, there's so many good things. But um, Darren, I can tell you the first place, she, wherever she gets her first job, that's the first thing I tell her is, you put your phone away the minute you walk in the door. <laughs> well, no, that I mean, I had one of the girls here that said she, she told me her mom wants her to have her cell phone on her, so if she needs to call her. I said that's really a dumb thing. She said, "What are you talking about?" I said, "That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard." She said, "Why do you say that?" I said, "We have a phone here that rings a lot. Hopefully, okay, she can always contact you on the on. We actually have a business line. I make a joke. You don't have to have your cell phone on you. It's, it's not like you're exactly. you, she can't contact you. Call the shop." Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, but that that part is probably the the biggest challenge for me now is trying to to get the, you know the kids to understand that. The other problem is we don't have now. I I think I work as much now as I used to. But the problem is, which isn't a bad thing. The problem is now I used to have like my wife would would be here when we were younger. You know when the kids were growing up. And now that that we both aged a little bit, we don't work so much. And having people that are like you talk about someone forty fifty years old. I have a couple that are in their thirties that still work here. But the problem is. Now I have people that are calling me, wanting me to hire their kid, which is okay in in, in a sense. But I'd rather that that child. I, I guarantee that person is calling me. Their mom or dad never called a place for them, because back then the responsibility was different than it is now. Yeah, for sure, sure, for sure. Well, let me ask you this. Um, well, I mean, I you know, who doesn't love pizza? I I I love pizza. Um, and I I I'm curious. 
I guess specific, and I know you've added to your to your line since you started. Um, but getting down to pizza, what's changed about what you serve over these years? Have you have you changed? I mean, I'm sure you have different pizzas that you offer at different times and things like that. But I mean, have the ingredients changed, or is it really still the same bait, you know, same general recipe that you started with? No, it's it's actually the same recipe. The other thing I do is the places I buy from. There's a place in Cleveland called um, Gluchi's. If I call Gallucci's, I can talk to Ray Gallucci. You know, so the places I buy from are, are small, kind of like myself. And I use some of the bigger companies, too. But most of the places I, I, I can call Gallucci's and talk to Ray Gallucci. I can call De Niro's. I can talk, I can talk to Billy De Niro. I can call Gerber's. And get, we do chicken now. I can talk to one of the, the Gerber's and one of the DeFeo's. So I, I think that hasn't changed at all, that, that, that I still try to deal with small places like myself. Because I'm just a, a single unit, like, a lot, not a lot of us left anymore. But I don't, I'm not a multi-unit company. I, yeah. I, I go to this. Um, it's called the International Pizza Expo in, in Vegas every year, and I enjoy going to that. It's fun. You go to Vegas in March, and it's in Ohio. It's cold, and Vegas is warm, so it's nice to go. And I don't gamble, but it's nice to get away. But the thing that irritates me when I go to these shows is that everyone always asks you, "How many stores do you have?" Sometimes I lie and say twelve or thirteen. Or, <laughs> you know, it just depends on who, who the. But it's not. It, Am I less important because I have one store or I have 13 stores? I, I, and I get it why they're asking those questions, but I'm reading on what you talked about with you talking to someone today on your on your blog, you know, that someone wanting you to kind of, they're kind of bullying you into giving a better price. I, I don't think I'm less important because I only have one store, but in some some places, some cases, that's that's true. Yeah, well, you're not for us. That's for sure. I mean, that's exactly that's who we're here to serve. You know, that's exactly right. We we do have sometimes that we have. A, I, I did write that post a few months ago. I was pretty frustrated. I had a larger organization. They were trying to kind of bully us around on you know giving them a better price. And I just said, you know, that's that's, uh, that's not. What well, we I read do that here. this morning <laughs> before I before I talked to you and I and I was like, I, I I get it. I mean, you and I are on the same page because it's. You know, it's 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 the same. It's you know, I I have customers come in here, and I, not that I like any of them any more or less, but like I said earlier that you got to take care of your customers. Well, if it comes out and the pizza comes to, you know, it's eight twenty-five, and and we may be right on the edge of running later, you charge them eight dollars, you charge them seven dollars. I don't have pricing right. that's exactly, and I know in your case it's you know you can't do that, but for me, someone's coming in and and the pizza comes to to eight, you know, uh, twenty-two dollars. Well, they come in. I charge them twenty. Does it really matter? Not really. That, that's the kind of things I think that, that help that help my business. That you kind of round things off and you make sure you take care of customers. Not because they they order a ton of food. Whether they come in once or twice. I had a girl the other day came in. They'd never had our food before. She said, I just moved to Ravenna. I never had it before. She was. Everyone tells me that I need to try it. She got a stromboli. It's a six dollar stromboli. So it wasn't a biggie. I didn't charge her for it. I said, well, you know what? I got an idea. Why don't you try this? See if you like it. I said that way you don't have to pay for it. Well, that's exactly. And I, I love that man. I, it, you know, it's funny, Tom. To be honest with you, it's more impressive in so many ways to have one location that has been successful for 35 years than to, you know, have grown to many and and you know scaled it up. Because you're you're there, you're running this place, and I mean, you've built a an institution in your town. It, it has a, a wonderful uh, name recognition. So many stories, so many families that have gone from generation to generation going through that. That's something. I mean, that is to me. That's I can I can see what you're saying. You go to these pizza expos and whatever, but God, man, that is something to hang your hat on, uh, my friend, because that's that's hard to do. That's very hard to do, and um, it's hard to do it 
for 10 years, let alone 35. So um, I, I, I alluded to earlier about that. There's one other place in town that that was a home place like me, and it's a place called Guido's, and, I, and they're nice people. Guido was the guy's first name, Cipriano. And, and years ago when I first started, and I, I knew who he was because they did catering and they were, you know, but I, again, they're downtown. We're kind of out maybe maybe a mile and a half out of downtown. We're not really downtown. We're kind of out, out outside the downtown area. And he, he does a nice job. He, uh, he's now, Guido has since passed away, and his son Sam runs the place now. And they're nice people. I don't try to compete with them. You know, they're a little different than us. They've got a, a set down, and they, they got a different clientele right downtown. The courthouse is right across the street. And they do a great job. But I remember Guido, years and years ago, he was, and Guido had a shop here in Ravenna. He had three or four different towns around here. He had kids that had shops. And he told me one time he was here, and we were talking, and I think I had something. I had a, that little prep table I talked about. I, was, I, I bought originally. I was selling that. And he was going to buy it, and he and I, he came out to my mom and dad's house. It was there. He said, "You know, right now," he said, and "I was I wasn't even married yet." He said, "Someday," he said, "you're going to be old like me." He says, "And you're going to have kids." He said, "And you're going to think you have all your kids, and you're going to put put your kids in in a, in a shop in every town, and you make a lot of money." He said, "Let me give you some advice." He said, "If you can make enough money with one store, there's no reason to have a bunch of them." He said, "If I had all the money that I lost." trying to help my kids start pizza shops because I'd be a rich man today. And, yeah. and he was a great guy. And he's, he's since passed away. And his son, Sam, runs the original store up, up here, uptown. And I still see Sam and talk to him. We're, just, we're friendly competitors. It's like, you know, my dad just recently passed away. They sent flowers for the funeral. I mean, that's just, that's very classy. Yeah, so, I mean, sure. we don't, we're competition. But, you know, it's that advice he gave me all those years ago, it's like, if I can make my living and make enough money to pay my bills, I don't need to have a bunch of shops. Absolutely. I don't have, Amen. I, I don't have a desire to do that. I, you know, I'm comfortable. I'd like to work a little less. I'd, I'd actually wish I wish I could sell a few less pizzas. My son and I were talking this morning. I wish I could talk to my customers more. I enjoy that part of it. And mm-hmm. Sometimes you get busy and you don't get to appreciate your customers like you want to when, when the lobby's full of people and there's people coming and going. I, I wish I could be a little less busy, but, I, but that's unfortunately not, not an option. Absolutely, absolutely. No, I completely, completely understand. Completely understand. Um, well, anything else you want to? You no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I rambled. I did some philosophy. Oh, no, 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 and I didn't no, no, mean to do that. No. I, I you don't. You don't ramble, my friend. This is fantastic. I love listening to you. I, I really do, and I, I'm, I'm. It's just inspiring, and we love serving places like yours. I'm totally, completely uh, uh, humbled that our company has been able to. to serve your business for 10 years now and um it's just an honor to speak to somebody who's had a successful business for as long as you have i I think it's just a it's a great thing like i said you've been through um recessions economic booms all things you know all kinds of competition in the pizza industry and and there there you you know 35 years later you guys are still humming along man so it's an inspiring story it really is and uh, i know that you you just have some it's very clear you have some uh, founding principles that have been important to you from day one, and you, you're still there all the time, and you, you know, you just provide that great experience. Customers are looking for something consistent. They're looking to, for somebody that cares about them, and uh, and you guys, you know, those two things you provide have done it for a long time. So it's really great to hear your story, man. It really is. Thank. You. I appreciate it very much. I appreciate you guys have done. Uh, if, if if I told you earlier that. that Early on, when I don't remember how I even started with Schedule Fly, I remember calling one time, and someone actually answered the phone. Uh, and I think he said it was Tyler. And actually, I, I don't remember the question I had, but it was impressive to me that I could call someone and actually 
talk to someone. It was like that. That to me, that that's that part of America is, is gone as far as calling a, a company. You can actually talk to someone that actually owns the company that that lives there, like like you, the five of you do. And I, I appreciate you guys have been very good for me, and I appreciate it. You bet, man. Well, I, I think we share that philosophy on business uh, very much. Yes, so, sir. Um, it's fortunate to be able to to serve folks that, that think the same way, and uh, that's that's why we love what we do. Um, well, Tom, I will let you go. I yes, cannot thank you enough for the time. Uh, we're always around if you need anything, and appreciate the business, appreciate your time, and best of luck uh, for continued success for you and your family and your business. Yeah, you too. I sure appreciate you giving me the time to talk to me today. Yes, sir. Take care. Have a good Take one. Care. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.